Hello and welcome to another episode of No Soap Radio here on Nachum Siegel Network's The Stun Show. We have another opportunity here after a long summer to uh, meet some new everyday heroes for this upcoming 5776 year. We just finished Yom Kippur and we are looking into the rest of the year. In this week's episode, we will have the chance to speak with representatives from a few different summer camps. Um, as summer is coming to a close, the year is coming to a start. Um, although lately the weather has still been summer-wise, I am, as an LA boy, I am always open to summer weather. But, uh, with the weather slowly, hopefully, converting to, uh, fall, we, uh, we take a chance to reflect on the past summer. So we, uh, will have, having representatives from four different summer camps, uh, speaking about their experiences and their impacts on those four different summer camps and how they will be taking those uh, experiences and lessons that they've both learned and given over through the rest of the year. Our first guest um, hails from Livingston, New Jersey. And um, you know what? I will let him be introducing himself. But um, I'd like to welcome Jesse Zucker to the show. Jesse, how you doing? I'm good, Danny. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Thank you for taking the time today to speak to us. Oh, it's my pleasure. So, uh, Jesse, would you mind just telling the world a little bit about yourself? Um, well, um, my name is Jesse Zucker. I'm from Livingston, New Jersey. I go to um, RKYHS or Kushner. Um, I'm a senior. Um, I, I was born in Livingston. Uh, I don't know anything else. <laughs> sounds sounds great to us, Jess. So, would you mind just telling us um, you had the opportunity to spend the summer where this past summer? Um, so, for the first two weeks of the summer, um, I worked on at Yachat Getaway as a fellow or a CIT. Um, and after that, I went to Camp Nasher as just a counselor. Jessica, nobody is just a counselor, Jesse. You're not just a counselor. <laughs> That's great. So can you tell, what is, what is Yachat Getaway? What is that? What kind of program is that? Um, well, Yachat Getaway is, it's only two weeks long and it's for um, adults mostly with special needs um, who take two weeks um, to get away from their job or just like take a break or like it's like a vacation for two weeks. And I'm sure they all uh, really enjoy that. Everyone can use a vacation. And what was your responsibility yeah. there? Um, so my responsibility was um, mostly um, our fellows were, were um, planning activities and um, and helping out where we were needed and, um, um, yeah, mostly stuff like that. And was this your first experience as a, uh, you know, on the counselor end of the Yachad, uh, of the Yachad programs? Yes. So what was that? What was that transition like going from a, from a participant to a counselor in just one year of change? Um, well, it was, it was, it was kind of amazing actually because you, you're, you see, for one, the other side of it, you see how much your counselors really put in. Um, and you also, I mean, from the experience, from the, the act, from the perspective of actually just doing it and seeing the change and all the differences that you make just from two weeks or just from a short amount of time with these, um, with these people, it's, it's like, it's kind of amazing. That's really cool. So what kind of, what kind of programs did you do with them? And what were your, um, I'm assuming so, everything you did, you know, you have a goal, whether it be fun, whether, you had, whether it be educational. So what were the activities that you did and what were your, what were your goals over those two weeks? So, well, our goal was mostly like, just to give them a fun two weeks to give, make sure that they're having a great time because this was their two weeks off for the summer and then the rest of the year they're working. So we want to make sure they're having the best time that they Absolutely. can have. But um, our... Well, the activities, um, well, they, they varied. So some, some, some days, um, would be, we'd be having 
a sport, so we'd be playing soccer, and then we'd have an art where we'd be doing, like, splatter paint or um, yoga sometimes. Like, different, there were, like, all, there was sports, and there was um, art, there was... So all um, different, all different ways to like, get people enjoying yeah. their summers and fitting everyone's uh, criteria of what they enjoy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what as a as a counselor and as someone who um, I actually had the privilege of going on the program a few years ago, um, and I know the schedule and the calendar says it's two weeks, but it feels a lot longer than two weeks sometimes. Um, so, oh, yeah. what, what was it that um, I can assume that you you sometimes felt the same way? So, what was it that you know that got you going? You, know, you every such an experience and such a special uh, opportunity that you had. What were the, like you said, your goals of just giving them a good time? But for you personally, what, what were you looking to get out of it? And um, you know that the summer, you know, the pro experiences that you learn and that you give over hopefully last throughout the rest of the year as well. So what exactly, you know, were the things that you gained and you hope that your participants gained um, that not only they, they took from the summer, but also, you know, helped them through the year as well? Um, well... There's, there's Jimmy, a, there's put a you on the spot there. there. <laughs> um, but, um, so I, I'm, the first thing, I think the second thing that you said was what I, what did I gain, right? Right. What did you gain and what did you look to give okay. over? Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I, for me, I think a lot of what I gained was an understanding more about just people and, and interacting with people and, and seeing people for who they are, it's like a, I guess it's sort of a classic Yahad message, but seeing people for who they <laughs> are. And, yeah, 100%. Um, but, and that, like, there's a lot more that, um, that there's a lot more to a person than just the way they look, obviously. Um, and the second thing he said, second question was, can you repeat one more time? Yeah, well, well, so you, what, what you gained and then what you tried to give over, you know, lessons or... Okay, so, um, well, what we tried to give our work were, were things that we, we, there was only so much we could do to help these people in the two weeks that we had in the long run, um, but as much as we could, so just helping them with, um, whatever sort of social scenarios or whatever sort of things that they might, that might be a little, that might be every, very every day for someone else. So if we're um, helping them decide, like, what kind of um, things they like to do or we're helping them find out different things about just um, the kind of um, thing, activities, things like that. Right, so helping... It's funny, you take, you know, a lot of think, times we take things for granted, the experiences that we have, um, and sometimes it takes a few seconds to recognize that, you know, not everybody is able to do everything that everyone else can. And something that may take us two seconds or think, we think that it may be an easy task to accomplish, um, sometimes uh, for others it takes a little bit longer. And it, the patience that you learn, and um, it, both in the process on your end and the chance that they get to learn how to do whatever it is they're doing, um, you know, you said it's only two weeks, but it can go a lot longer than that. That's yeah. for sure. And then you said, so you went from getaway right to, straight to Nesher? Yeah. And what, mm -hmm. what is Camp Nesher like? What was your, what, what did you do there? Um, Camp Nesher, it's hard, hard to put into words, but it's, uh, it's, it's like a community. It's like a family. It's a small camp, and so everyone—it's really everyone knows each other, um, and it's a very great environment. Um, I was a counselor there for so what, kids for what going age? to eighth grade. Sorry, going to eighth grade. Nice. Mm -hmm. And what, how many years have you been there? Um, this was my seventh year, I think. Wow, yeah. seventh year. So again, going from camper to counselor. Just a short amount of time. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what can you give us? Just just one or two more questions for you about Nesher. What what are what were the? Did you have similar goals to your Yachad program? Different goals, and what did you gain from being a counselor? And what did your kids gain from uh, spending time with you this summer? Um, 
Well, they they were similar. Like make sure make, making sure they had the best summer they could have, uh, but also a little bit different um, because they're very different scenarios. Um, but um, being trying to have an effect and a, a lasting um, impression on my campers and, and trying to give them something in the summer that they wouldn't usually get during the year, whether it's and like inspiring religious experience, whether it's just some whatever everyday thing that they they now like to do because it's a little bit different, but helping them throughout past the summer and helping them as people as opposed to that, just as yeah. Just. Sounds Jesse. Sounds like uh, you know you know what you're doing over there, and it's interesting. A lot of people in my experiences come across a lot of counselors who uh, look at it as a summer job, way to make a few extra bucks, you know, to have their own good time. Um, but uh, as you're pointing out and as you're saying that, you know, the summer lasts, the summer camp is just the beginning, you know. Hopefully those impacts and those relationships last a lot longer and the lessons that you give over last much longer than uh, just that summer and they last throughout the year. So uh, yeah. thank you very much for your time, Jesse. I really appreciate you taking out the time oh. telling us a little bit about Camp Nesher a little bit about Yachad Getaway, um, and it sounds like you had a great time. And for anyone who's uh, interested yeah. in joining those experiences, I'm sure they'll find a way to get a hold of you as well. Yeah, please. All right, so thank you so much, Jesse. Uh, Wishing you yeah. a great year, um, and uh, looking forward to uh, hearing from you uh, maybe later in the year as well, hearing how those lessons are, are going. Well, same to you, Sammy. All right, Jess, have All a right. great one. Be well. That was Jesse Zucker from Livingston, New Jersey, a senior at Kushner High School, who uh, I have the opportunity of being good friends with him as well as his brother, um, who was actually on the show last year as a guest, as an everyday hero himself. So the Zucker family, uh, if you're keeping score at home, the Zucker family now has two guests on the uh, No Soap Radio Everyday Heroes segment here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, we're going to take a quick break to listen to a song um, that um, I had the opportunity the incredible opportunity to spend my summer at Camp La Vie. And uh, Ruach was flying through the air, which we will actually hear a little bit about more Camp La Vie, about Camp La Vie later in the show. Um, but uh, one of the songs of the summer, we're going to listen to a few songs of the summer at Camp La Vie, and I'm sure over uh, around the rest of the year. So please give your undivided attention to Jakob Schwecki for 8 Recode. <laughs>
That was Yakov Strucky's 8 Recode. And in my humble opinion, it's always 8 Recode. It's always time to dance. Um, again, one of our favorite songs at Camp La Vie. And I'm sure uh, didn't just last uh, in Camp La Vie, but uh, many other camps as well. Our next guest, moving um, about 40 minutes away from Camp Nesher um, in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. We have our next guest coming from, I believe, also... Kushner High School graduate, um, just like Jesse. Um, well, we'd like to welcome Chana Schechter to the show. Chana, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, um, are you are you from? You went to Kushner, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you are you from Livingston as well? No, I'm actually from East Brunswick, New Jersey. It's about an hour okay. south of Livingston. Okay. All right. Well, we don't want to give Livingston too much credit for this show. But, uh, Hannah, you mind uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, what you're up to? Sure. Um, I am currently in my senior year um, at Penn in nursing school. So as soon as I graduate this year, I'll be looking for a job in nursing. And I'm very right. excited about that. You hear that, that everyone's looking for a job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, very exciting stuff. Very cool. So you are in Penn Nursing, finishing up uh, from East Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah. And where did you uh, spend this past summer? Uh, this past summer, I was at Mosheva I.O. Indian Orchard in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Um, it was my 13th summer in Mosheva, which is kind of wow. crazy. It's a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you must clearly <laughs> like what you're doing if you keep going back. Yes. And what exactly did you do this summer? Uh, This summer I was a division head, um, or roche dad, we call it, in camp. Um, So I supervised, I had a male counterpart, um, but we supervised um, the division of kids. Who is your male counterpart? You want to give him a shout out? Sure, Jesse Silverman. He's actually in Israel right now. Hi, Jesse. (laughs) You know what? Jesse was also has been a guest on this show before. So Jesse's uh, getting his money's worth here. Well, hello, Jesse. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah, powerhouse team. Awesome. Very cool. And what division were you uh, Roche a dying for? Uh, it was Ada Gimmel. So that's kids who are 12 and 13, and they're going into eighth grade. Very cool. So what exactly, what is exactly does that mean to be a division head in Camp Moshua? What, is, what are your responsibilities include? What kind of uh, things are you responsible for? Um, a lot, <laughs> more than I, I think expected going in. Um, it kind of is all-encompassing. I would say my main focus was the staff um, and making sure that things are running smoothly between co-counselors and making sure that the counselors are supervising their kids and, you know, making sure the program is running smoothly um, and then just dealing with the logistics of, like, every day, the schedule, making sure people are where they need to be, and if we ever went out of camp on a trip, making sure that everybody was accounted for and doing their jobs, um, you know, dealing with right. the nitty-gritty, dealing with homesick kids, discipline <laughs> oh, wow. occasionally. But sounds like you got your, your hands full. And hopefully you found yeah, time to definitely. fit in your own good time as well. Yeah. No, it was good. All right, Sorry. good. So what exactly, what exactly, so you definitely worked hard this summer, and I'm sure the kids had a great time, um, but what is it that sets Mosheva apart from, you know, different camps? What is, what is Mosheva, Mosh, something that, you know, Mosheva prides themselves on that, um, you know, that makes it such a special, such, such a special place? I think what sets it apart is that it has a real ideology, a very concrete ideology, and they have a very specific mission that they're trying to accomplish for kids who come to camp. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, most of us have been at camp. Um, so it is a religious Zionist um, camp that believes in, you know, ultimately making Aliyah um, and just teaching about Israel and teaching about, you know, the cultural aspects of Israel and the political aspects of Israel and um, kind of giving kids a feel 
for what it is like to live in Israel without actually being there. Um, so the whole camp is kind of structured around that mission. And so that goes into the chinuch that the camp does and the programs that they do. It's not only sports or um, arts and crafts. It's also educational programming, which I think is really felt very strongly. Um, and it's not just any summer camp where you go and have fun, which obviously is a huge, huge part of it, but it's also... Right educational fun. Oh, that's that's really cool. So as a as a division head, are you do you have an opportunity to, you know, really take those values and lessons and that ideology and put it into your own version, you know, of of affecting it? You know, are you do you follow what the camp does um, and they give you the programming or are you able to plan your own programming and add your own Khanashachter spices into the way you want to educate your kids? Um, I think it's, I think it goes both ways. I think I grew up in Moshevah, so a lot of who I am today was shaped by Moshevah's ideas and, um, I guess, programming. Um, but of course, as I've gotten older, I've been able to develop my own, you know, thoughts on things and my own religious expression and Zionistic expression. Um, so I think that I, when I was interacting with kids and interacting with staff with, you know, talking about how they should be, you know, interacting with kids and spreading a certain educational message, um, it came both from a place of, you know, this is what I know the camp is trying to convey, but, you know, it's also okay for you to share a little bit of your own personal um, take on things. And I think that, if anything, that gets through to kids um, more because I think that they see that when you're really genuinely passionate about something and it's not just, you know, oh, this is what the camp wants me to tell you. It's, this is really coming from me because I've experienced this and I've lived this and I've developed these um, thoughts about Israel um, right, and religion, then it, yeah, it just makes them much more powerful. Yeah, and I, it sounds like you know just as well as anyone that it's interesting that kids can kids can learn and really do learn in many ways more in two months of summer camp than ten months of the year. Um, and it sounds like you 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 know that and you take advantage of that. Um, that you you know you show your kids you know the way to live and inspire them both act both actively and passively, just leading by example. You know, and they see it. You know, kids aren't kids aren't dumb. They they can see what their counselors, what the division heads are passionate about. You know what makes them happy, what makes them smile, what makes them you know proud of what they're doing, um, and that definitely sounds like you guys were doing that over there this summer. Yeah, definitely. Are you? Are there any uh, exciting you know activities, pulots or funny stories that uh, you know that you have uh, off the top of your head that you want to share with us? You know, be it <laughs> funny things or exciting things or you know moments that you really felt that like oh they're getting it, they're really getting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I think I can't necessarily pinpoint one specific story, but every Shabbat we have um, a chinuch that the counselors run, um, and I kind of just have the opportunity to be like a fly on the wall and walk around the room and see how the campers are contributing. Um, and usually they're kind of um, they're pretty charged conversations about Israel, um, different aspects of Israel. Um, and in general, the counselors, you know, probe the kids to, you know, really express their opinions on things. And especially the, the age that I had, they're, they're kind of at that developmental point in life where they can, you know, they really do have opinions on things and they want to share those opinions. And they're, they're just getting to that starting point of thinking about things, um, right. about the world. Especially and their age, their, yeah. Their own places in the world, yeah. Um, so it was just amazing to kind of see and hear the things that these kids would talk about and, you know, their opinions on Israel, their opinions about the Army, um, especially having seen their own counselors, some of whom have served in the Army um, or spent a year in Israel, a gap year in Israel, or made Aliyah and came back mm-hmm. to camp to work. Um, and, you know, kind of just literally looking at them and seeing the gears in their minds turning of, like, putting all of the pieces together and then formulating an opinion and saying it out loud was really amazing for me to witness. Yeah, that's the, I thought it was the greatest feeling in the world. You see, you know, so many yeah. times throughout the summer, you're thinking, like, oh, 
those frustrating times where they're misbehaving, they're doing, you know, what, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, and you kind of ask yourself unconsciously, like, am I doing what am I supposed to be doing? Are they getting it? And then there's those moments that are just, yeah, they really are. They really are getting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. amazing. It's, it's really incredible. So how does it, yeah. so you don't, uh, you know, I'm assuming Mosheva isn't uh, in session just like the other camps throughout the year. So what is it that, you know, you said you, you, you saw the, that the kids are understanding it and they are speaking what's on their mind and what's in their heart. And so what is it that you hope they take with them throughout the rest of the year and hopefully bring back, um, the next summer and maybe when they become staff? What is it that you hope the kids, on the kids and what you hope that they take with them throughout the year? If there's one specific lesson or just lessons in general that, that you hope they take with them throughout the rest of the year? And then also for you, what is, what is something that, you know, you take with as you leave Honesdale, Pennsylvania after the summer? What's something that you take with you throughout the rest of the year to keep you going? Oh, so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Loaded a little bit. <laughs> on the kids end, um, I think, I think in general, putting aside the, you know, Israeli Zionist ideology for a second. I think that camp in general provides kids with such an unbelievable opportunity to really gain a lot of self-confidence in ways that they don't necessarily get by being in school. Um, and it, it almost forces them to kind of reach outside of their comfort zones in some ways. And I think that when you especially combine that with thinking about things on, you know, really serious levels like Israel and politics and, you know, having people share different opinions and having to learn how to deal with that. I think that's a really valuable life skill. And I hope that they took that, you know, kind of, I guess, confidence building with them from camp. And I hope that they take that into school with them because I think that that's what's going to make them really strong thinking individuals. Um, and we'll just like better society at home because they're not, they're not in camp the majority of the year. They're actually at <laughs> home in school. So I think that they have a lot to offer and I think camp gives them that outlet to recognize that they have a lot to offer. So I hope that they take that with them. That's, that's um, an awesome and point. And then you in make. terms of, uh, in terms of myself, I, I learned a lot this summer. It was by no means a relaxing summer, um, but I learned so, so much. I think probably the most important thing that I learned about this summer was how to be a role model, because I think that when you're a counselor, you're kind of in the position, and you you know you're told a lot of times you're a role model for kids, um, and kids really look up to you, and, you know, they're really watching your every move and hearing everything that you say, but you're not necessarily so aware of that at all times. Um, you might not necessarily understand the gravity of what that means, and as a division head, I was, like, hyper aware of that, and I think that it made me hyper aware of my own actions and, you know, the messages that I wanted to send to my staff and to the kids, and it I learned a lot how to articulate what my thoughts on things were and, you know, how to be supportive um, of counselors and campers and being a listening ear. I learned so much. I could go on and on. I totally hear you, Anna. I'm the same way. You're <laughs> preaching to the choir, at least on my end, and I'm, I'm hoping uh, our listeners as well are feeling the uh, inspiration from you as well, just like I am. But, uh, you know, you make an excellent point, and uh, camp is a very special place. At Moshevar, or, you know, every camp has their own uh, unique style, which we're hearing all about um, in this episode. But um, it's it's really, it sounds like you did incredible things this summer. Um, just by hearing you speak about it, you, you, can, you can feel the passion and excitement uh, in your voice of the things you accomplished and the things you experienced and the things you learned. Um, so we really appreciate you sharing all of that with us. It sounds sounds like an incredible summer, and uh, your staff and your kids were lucky to have you, as well as Jesse Silverman as their division heads, and I'm sure they all learned a tremendous amount. 
Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. You'll see, like you said, you know, your staff doesn't recognize the role models they are, and now you recognize that. You know, the same thing that, you know, maybe the lessons and how much they learned and how much they're uh, observing and gaining from you guys. You don't always see that right away either, but uh, it'll it'll come. It, it definitely will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I've experienced that firsthand, so yeah. definitely true. Absolutely. And I'm sure, I'm sure it happened in the past for you. It'll happen in the future. Um, and just, you know, keep doing good stuff. So thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us on the show here today. Um, we appreciate you taking that time for your busy, busy schedule, uh, to share a little bit about you and a little bit about camp and, uh, about the awesome things that you did this summer. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. Have a great year and looking forward to hearing great things from you. Thanks. You too. That was Hannah Schechter from uh, Mosheva, who uh, had some really, really awesome things to say. So uh hope you all enjoyed that. I know I did. Our next guest is uh, representing another camp, Camp Masora, who has uh, also been there for a, a nice while um, and uh, is going to spend some time with us talking about her experiences there. So we'd like to welcome Aliza Fromus to the show. Aliza, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm great, actually. I was good, now I'm great. So, Aliza, can you tell uh, tell the uh, radio world a little bit about yourself? Um, well, my name is Aliza Bromwood. I live in Woodmere. Um, I've been in, going to Camp Missoula. This summer was actually my 10th summer. So, right, someone I was digits. nine. Double digit, yeah, it was a big deal. Um, started in the youngest division, went straight through staff. A whole bunch of different things, um, but this summer I was a teen counselor. It was a really awesome summer. All right, very cool. So, what is it like being a teen counselor? Is that any different than non-teen, or is it the same? What, what was that like? Um, it's definitely different than main campus. Um, you know, like the girls are older and boys are older, obviously. Um, so it's a little bit more laid back, uh, you know, everyone gets to do kind of their own thing, but, like, still on a schedule. Uh, I was actually an older teen counselor. We went to Denver for our teen trip, which Whoa. was really cool and exciting. No, we went on a plane, which All was right. really fun. The kids had a lot of fun. The counselors also did, of course. Okay, um, good. <laughs> That's important. So that so was, like, was, the highlight of the summer That's very for cool. Everyone. Did you have trouble breathing there? Actually, in the beginning, some people were complaining from the, like, altitude. Yeah, but it's true. I've, I've been there, and it does, it does affect you. It really does. So what was, yeah. the, so what was your uh, summer like this year? And um, coming from being uh, involved in, at camper, in a camp, as a camper for so long, um, and then joining the counselor force, um, what kind of, uh, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about Masora. Um, what makes Masora such a special place? Why you've been going back for 10 years? Um, what, what, I've never been there. So just tell us a little bit about Masora. Um, so actually my first experience in Camp Masora was in 2004 when I went on the first Masora experience. Um, and you're there for three days and you get to kind of, like, be a part of the camp and experience what Missoula is like and have activities. And at the end of three days, when it was time for me to go on the bus to go home, I started crying because I was having such a good time that I didn't want to leave. So, of oh. course, right when I got home, um, <laughs> they signed me up for the next summer for two months. And uh, I loved it from day one all the way through the end. And, like, every single summer I would have countdowns, like, Everyone knew, like, I was, like, the girl who would count from day 284 <laughs> until day one. I was that annoying girl who would count until Camp Missoula. Um, like, the counselors are amazing. The head staff is amazing. Phoenix staff, everyone. It's just, I I loved it. It was my home away from home. I couldn't imagine going anywhere else but Missoula. Um, and then when it came time to be staff, like, of course, I was going to Camp Missoula because that's where I grew up. And then um, my plans changed a little bit when I got older. I got involved in Yacht and then I 
I want to be all on staff. So my first summer as a staff member, I worked in Missouri, of course. And then I did Ayaka programming in a different camp. And then the next summer, I was like, but I need to be in Missouri. So I did Ayaka in Missouri, which was definitely different because it was, it was like funny for me to be in Missouri, not as a camper, doing a totally different thing. But it was an amazing summer. And then this summer, when it came time for me to make my decision as to where, where I was going to go, what I was going to do, I was, like, really conflicted, like, what should I do? And then I was just thinking, like, why don't I want to go to Missouri? Like, I've been going there my whole life. This is going to be my 10th summer if I do it. And, like, my older teen counselor had a huge, huge impact on me and who I am today and on my whole entire life. Um, and I'm still really close with her. And I figured, like, if I can be that counselor for someone, like, why shouldn't I be? And, like, she had such a positive impact on my life, and I just wanted to do at least a little bit of what she did. So that's when I decided I was going to go to Camasora and be a teen counselor. That is that is awesome, and that's that's what our show is about today, about counselors having an impact. So what was it, first of all, before you even say anything, I know you for sure made an impact on many, many uh, people, many, many kids in your division. Um, but what was it that both your the counselor, you can even give her a shout-out if you'd like. Um, what was it that your counselor, how did they have an impact on you? What was that like? And in return, what kind of things were you looking to, you know, give over to your kids, both actively and passively, you know, just by leading by example? Um, so, again, what was it that you learned from her? Um, and in what way did you learn from her? And the same way, how did you give that over in your own way to uh, your kids this summer? Ooh, that's a big question. It is. Um, I thought of it so myself. My, <laughs> my counselor in older teens was Miriam Kukasili. I'm sure people listening probably know her. She's a well-known person who's awesome. Um, and basically, like, she was just there. Like, she wasn't, like, that forceful counselor who did whatever. She wanted to chill with us, be our friend, um, and, like, very, very passively, like, give us those positive influences, like, realizing, like, the counselors might not even realize, like, they are having an impression on their campers, but, like, just by a counselor doing something, um, she had an impression on all of us. Um, teen counselors are generally post-Israel, so, like, I guess you can say, like, quote-unquote, like, they're the firmer ones, so that could either go, like, positively or negatively, because when you're a teen girl... You're very, like, oh, and, like, I don't really know what to say <laughs> about it. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, hard. Like, well, it's, enough that. It's that stage where, like, you're seeking to become, like, like you're seeking, like, the interest in, in your Judaism and whatever, but, like, you're also a little embarrassed about it. So it's very important that you have the type of counselor who is, like, chill and cool and fun, but, like, can also be looked at as a role model, and that's exactly what my counselor was for, I think, my whole bunk, and also my other counselor, Rebecca Goldberg. Um, they both were, like, amazing, and I just wanted to do what they did. So, I hope. <laughs> I mean, my goal wasn't to, like, be forceful or anything. It was just to be there, to have fun, and show them that, like, being from doesn't mean you have to, like, hide away in a little corner, shoved in a room, like, you can be out there having fun and doing your own thing. It's like also being from and doing your own thing is in that sense, but like also having fun and being normal about it. So that was very important to me as a counselor because I knew what it was to me when I was a camper. And every time like I did something funny or whatever it was, they were just like, what, you do that? Or like, <laughs> like let's say <laughs> something like silly, like, having to do with the boys and they just didn't understand like I knew all they wanted to do was hang out with the boys and I was just like guys like I was you four years ago like I know exactly how this camp works like of course like you go to davening to like sit next to the marisa so you can see the boys but like you can also daven <laughs> <laughs> so they're like oh my god why do you know that I'm like because I was you <laughs> like I get it <laughs> that's amazing and that's then, like, amazing yeah so we had fun. That's good. 
That's what you're it was a really to be good, fun summer. And my, good. my co-counselor also was amazing. One of my really good friends bounced each other out loud. So. <laughs> That's so great. And you, you clearly get what it's all about. Um, and you definitely, it seems like you definitely gave that over to your campers this summer, which I'm sure they gained a tremendous amount. I from. hope so. I'm sure they did. I'm sure. They, and it sounds like you did as well. It's interesting. You're, you know, you're in camp for so many years and, you know, every year you get more and more adjusted and more and more, you know, at home. You know, you think you can never get more at home and then the next year you prove to feel more at home and more, you know, a part of, a part of camp. Um, and then every year you seem to learn more and more, both about yourself. You know, you think your staff, your upper staff, you know, but there's always more to learn and there's always more to gain. Um, and that's clearly, uh, what you guys did this summer. Both, I'm sure you gained a lot. I'm sure your kids gained a lot. And that, that's what, that's what summer's about. I always say, you know, summer, the counselor camper relationship is, in the summer is only the beginning. You know, it's, it's meant to last for a lifetime, really. And like you said, your counselor has impacted you till today. And I'm sure you impacted your kids as well, you know, from today on. I till, hope so. So if you had to say there's one thing, you know, that you hope your kids, one of the messages and lessons that you gave over to them, um, both act, either actively or passively, if you wish, said there was one thing that you wish that they would take with them after the summer throughout the rest of the year, what do you think that would be? Uh, tough question. That is a tough question. <laughs> One thing for them to take from the summer through the year? Yeah. Um, well, summer is like a time where you kind of do what you want because let's say like you're not living at home. So like you're not living by your family and standards. So like you make your own choices. So a lot of times that's a really good thing. Um, I know as a camper, like, I always became more independent and, like, started doing different things because I wanted to and not any good things, hopefully. Um, so I guess I would say, like, take those positive things that you learn to do for yourself um, and stick with them. Don't just because, like, your parents or your friends or whoever is watching you be afraid to let those things shine and stay with you. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. Nailed it on the head. Well, Aliza, <laughs> thank you so much for taking this. I'm going to let the world know you. Aliza was a little nervous, but I'm sure you can tell that that was not uh, portrayed on the radio whatsoever. So, Aliza, thank you so much for your time and for your messages and for just your simcha and happiness um, in the world. And uh, we continue to learn a lot from you, and our viewers and listeners will do as well. So thank you so much, and have a great year, Aliza. Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Aliza. That was uh, really cool hearing all about your experiences there, um, passing on what you learned um, to uh, teaching as well. We're going to take another quick break for a quick song, another song of the summer for Camp La Vie. Um, this was a one that got the juices flowing, got the people on their benches jumping and singing. This is a special shout-out to Gabrielle Pinter for this one, as well as Camp La Vie for Adi Radi Renu.
All right. Our next guest is coming from a little bit farther away than our previous guest, all the way from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, please welcome Yoel Sturman to the show. Yoel, welcome. How are you doing over there? I'm doing great, thank God. How are you, Sammy? Oh, I'm excellent. Thank God as well. So, uh, Yoel, can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what you did this past summer? All right, so I'll start with the most important thing. I'm a friend, very friendly, with Sammy Sechter. Um, <laughs> not just a friend, also a roommate during the summer. So um, we'll start with that. Uh, throughout the year, I run Yachad Israel. Uh, which is booming right now. We have already three chapters, one in Jerusalem, Beit Shemesh, and we're opening one this year in Gusetzion. And in the summer, I uh, work in Camp La Vie. Um, this summer was my ninth summer over there. And no, big numbers. We're getting old. But I still <laughs> feel 18 and uh, always trying to smile. That's about it. And do a good job, y'all. I will tell you that. So what was Camp La Vie like this summer over there? So Camp La Vie, the place to be. Um, Baruch Hashem, we see Camp La Vie really getting to where every camp should be. Uh, I would, if we compare it, let's say to, I don't know, to a phone. Camp La Vie is the iPhone 7. It didn't even come out yet, but Camp La Vie is already there. Um, <laughs> it's a nonstop camp. There's always something going on. You never get bored. And we're always looking to update, you know, what can be the next cool thing that we can bring to camp. And I think the most beautiful thing about Camp La Vie is that as exciting and cool as it is, um, you know, we always, the focus is always on the most important thing is really educating the kids, you know, giving them uh, not only a fun environment but also an educational environment. Uh, I would put it in a fun-educational environment. And um, <laughs> that's really what camp is all about. When you walk into camp, you know, you're disconnecting from the world. So it could be fun. Obviously, it's fun. Camp is all about fun. But what else are you adding to that? And I think that Joey Honig, as a director and a owner of the camp, um, you know, he really comes from the right place for this. He knows that he bought the camp because he loves the concept of camp. He loves educating, and uh, he's doing a great job. Absolutely. So what um, what do you think sets La Vie? You spoke a little bit about the uniqueness of Camp La Vie, but this summer, what... Um what are the things that you, you felt Camp La Vie and you really accomplished and that you really gave over to the kids that they uh, they can take home with them after the summer and take them through the rest of the year? Um, I would say the main thing that um, was, I think, um, that was the focus in camp this summer was Ben Obama Javero. Um, so obviously, you know, in Shema, the first thing you say is the Hafsat Hashem Alokecha. That's obvious, Ben Adama Mako. But what's with the other time, you know, that I keep saying, they have to hakamocha, most important kalal in the Torah. Um, they come together. You can't separate them. And I think that this summer in camp, we really worked very hard on that with all the themes that we brought up and the curriculum that we built for the Chinook staff, um, really bringing the kids to understand that it, it's not separated. Ben Adel Namako, Ben Adel Machavero comes together. And uh, I think we see results. And I think that the kids... Um, the fact that the summer was so great and such a beautiful and fun environment was because the people know how to interact with each other in a fun way, you know, appreciating each other and everything really with a smile because you're, you, you love the person that you're with, you know, you love your, your people on the bunks, you love the people on the other team. And that goes uh, to you as well, Sammy, as a roommate, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so the importance <laughs> of, you know, you know, treating people with respect um, you know, and as Camp Lovey says, me don't matter most, um, are, you know, the things that, you know, sounds like you really, you really passed on to the kids and that was the feel around camp. Are there any, you know, exciting stories or experiences that you can remember offhand that, uh, that really like showed you that like, ah, oh, these kids are actually getting it. And, you know, these, this is what camp, we can say that that's what it's, it's about, but you know, there's this one time where, you know, you saw and you really felt that like the energy and the, the excitement this is really what camp is about, the, you know, the respect and the love for one another. Um, there are many stories. You know, uh, I'm going to bring one offhand. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll bring up one story that's more, that caught me in both, meaning both Ben Adam and Makom and Javero. We were watching a movie, um, which was telling about World War II and the Holocaust. And while we were watching the movie, the kids were eating pizza. And 
one of the scenes in the movie was when there was this old lady in the forest. There were partisans running away from the Nazis, and they were running out of food. And you see her, you know, scraping the pot for the burnt parts of the food that was left from two days ago. And at that moment, I took the remote, I paused the movie, and I told the kids, this wasn't so many years ago. You know, we're watching this old lady scraping the pot, and we're sitting here right now eating pizza. Let's all say bracha chrona nicely together to appreciate what we have. And I think that was, the, you know, the most beautiful bracha chrona I ever heard because the kids really meant it. And where it comes the part of Ben Adam Lechavero, you know, when, when you work in Ben Adam Lechavero in the proper way, with understanding what you're saying, understanding what benching is all about, understanding how to appreciate what Hashem gave us, that everything is coming from Hashem, you also know how to appreciate each other. And uh, that's just one of the moments that really, you know, touched me personally. But uh, there are many more moments. Maybe during our next pillow talk, I'll tell you some more. <laughs> Sounds great. Wow. <laughs> so it really sounds like you Campbell be accomplished some really incredible things there. Um, and, you know, that, that's what it's about. Camp is about, you know, learning and everyone's going to have a good time. That's for sure. Um, but you want these kids to go home a different person than they came in, for better, not for worse. Um, and it really sounds like you, you guys accomplished that. You know, I, I admitted earlier in the show that I'm a Camp Love E person, and I'm proud and to admit it, and I'm glad to be a part of the team and uh, really accomplished some incredible things there. If you some, One thing that Camp Love E gave over to the kids, both staff and kids, you know, over the summer, what is one thing that you hope that they take with them throughout the rest of the year, be it, you know, a lesson or experience or, you know, attitude of sorts? Um, I think the the main theme of this summer, you know, of uh, besides being, uh, you know, what superhero you are, um, but we were also talking about respect all the time. Um, I really hope that the kids, you know, took it with them not only throughout the summer but for the rest of the year, and you know, take respect to another level. Not only respecting those that it's obvious you need to respect your parents, your teachers, your friends, but also, you know, people that you wouldn't even think about, like you're just walking. And you see a stranger in the street that wants to sit on a bench that you're sitting on. And you're going to get up and give them the proper respect and let them sit down. Um, I really hope that, you know, we were teaching the basic levels of whatever we we're trying to teach. And the kids will learn on their own, or many with, or maybe with help of others, to take it to another level. So, yeah, starting with respect. And once you have respect going the right way, uh, the sky is the limit. Unbelievable. Sound, sign me up for summer 2016, y'all. I'm in. Let's take our lessons <laughs> to a whole other level. So I'm thank you, y'all. Thank you so much for taking out the time and, you know, talking a little bit about Camp Lavi and the incredible things that they've done there. And I'm um, looking forward to hearing incredible things from you, from Lavi, and uh should be a good year for you. Thank you, Sammy. Sanatava to you and to everyone, anyone listening. Thank you very much. Of course. Thank you, Yoel. You're the man. Thank you, Yoel Sturman. That was bringing me back to my summer days this past summer, which was quite possibly one of the most incredible summers I've had. Camp Lavi does some incredible things there. Um, the excitement, the energy, the ruach. Ruach is back at Camp Lavi, and we're proud to say it. I want to thank all of our guests today from our respective camps, Jesse Zucker from Yachad Getaway and Nesher. Chana Schechter from Camp Mosheva, Eliza Fromowitz from Camp Masora, Yoel Sturman from Camp La Vie. Hope you enjoyed listening, hearing a little bit about different summer camps and the experiences over the summer that are, like our uh, guest said, hopefully lasting throughout the, yes, the rest of the year. Wishing everybody a Shana Tova, Chag Sameach, and it should be a great year for everyone. Looking forward to speaking with you all in just a few weeks. Shalom Uvracha. Amen.